Good morning, and we are joined by Sean Durbin from the Decatur County Health Department. Good morning to you, Sean. Hey, good morning, Tom. How are you today? Oh, fantastic. Not too bad. It's Monday. Uh, of course, the uh, county fair rolling on uh, the, you know, the, through part of this week, at least. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's July, summertime, so uh, not, nothing but uh, good vibes going on out there. That's right. That's yeah. right. And, uh, Sean, could you uh, give us a, a synopsis of where uh, things stand as far as the uh, pandemic and uh and uh, getting people vaccinated and so forth, uh, especially uh, as far as numbers and things of that nature, where uh, where things are looking as far as the um, pandemic is concerned in Decatur County. Yeah, uh, actually, Decatur County is looking uh, very good uh, this week. We've had uh, just a couple of cases in the last week, and that brings our positivity, our seven-day positivity rate to 0.8% on the all positive on all tests. So that's very good. Um, and our what they use for the metrics to determine what color code we are is the weekly cases per hundred thousand residents and the seven day all test positivity rate so um, our weekly cases per hundred thousand is it stands at zero because of course just a couple of cases in a, a county of twenty six thousand is uh, puts us at zero at per hundred thousand so um looking really good here uh hoping that uh, people can get vaccinated and we can keep those numbers down. And do you attribute a lot of these lower numbers to the fact that people are getting vaccinated? I do. Um, our, our vaccination rate is about 45% in the county, which, of course, you know, we'd like to have it higher, but you know, every person who is vaccinated is, is one less chance to spread COVID. So uh, as those numbers continue to increase, we'll see the other numbers that, that guide our metrics uh, continue to improve. And uh, would you say that uh, is there a breakdown as far as uh, demographics, uh, uh, who's who tends to get uh, vaccinated more uh, in the Cater County? There is. Um, and, and of course, you know, as the um, rollout happened, we we started, I'm sure if I remember, it's by age groups and um, the uh, the original age groups were um, very, very good on the uh, the, the uh, percentage of people who did get vaccinated on that and I my breakdowns are more um, statewide uh, but they they do uh, indicate that our uh, our really 80 70 and up is, is very good actually 60 and up our, our vaccination rates are very high um, and they start declining after that um, and you know what we're seeing now uh, unfortunately is the uh, the younger people are not getting vaccinated as much and that tends to be where we're also seeing the spread and as far as uh, uh, the variants that are out there I mean are there, um, are there of course uh, obviously uh, you know there's things that you want to take uh, you want to make sure that they're uh, against. But have you seen uh, much as far as the, uh, the, like, say, for example, the Delta variant uh, in Decatur County? So, yeah, um, Delta variant is, is now the predominant variant in the United States, in Indiana, and, and we suspect in Decatur County. And the reason I say we suspect is because we do not test every single sample that goes in for which variant it is. It's a, At one point it was one out of ten. I believe they've increased that now. So um, we then have to deduce how many are in that category, you know, which, which variant they actually are. And it looks like about 25% in Indiana right now, but that still is the majority of the, um, the cases we're seeing now. 
And getting back to the uh, the vaccinations, uh, have you seen a, like a, a particular area of the county where the uh, vaccination numbers tend to be higher than other places? So our breakdown on the vaccinations in the areas is uh, by zip code. So it's, you know, we, we only have uh, three, four zip codes here in Decatur County. So it's kind of hard to break down and get super, super accurate results. But from what we can, we can see in the 47240 uh, zip code, which is Greensburg, of course, <coughs> excuse me, is um, is high. Um, and the Westport St. Paul is a little bit lower. Okay. And then um, also uh, moving on to the uh, the actual uh, vaccination clinics and so forth. Uh, can you uh, talk about the uh, the people who, uh, you know, the, uh, the folks who... Uh, Got their uh, vaccinations. Uh, of course, starting in uh, you know, it was the clinic started in what mid January, and uh, uh, where you held them, and uh, where are the uh, vaccinations uh, clinics uh, being held now. So yeah, so we have um, we we do vaccinations at the health department, but um, the hospital also does vaccinations. Uh, Walmart is doing vaccinations, and CVS is doing vaccinations, and. I believe that Walgreens also is, but the important thing is is that people can get their their vaccine anywhere that is giving them, and um, you know it, it doesn't matter where um, any vaccine, any any shot in the arm is is an addition. Um, you know we we're here if people need us, but there's a lot of other places to go as well. We started here at the health department shortly after the hospital. The hospital was the first to give the vaccines in Decatur County. And they did a fantastic job, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, um, in getting people through. Uh, they offered the Pfizer vaccine. That's where I got mine. Um, and just really, really got the county off to a great start with that. We started a little bit later with the Moderna vaccine. And, um, again, we had some excellent volunteers and staff that were really jumped up to the occasion Um uh, Diane Barry Stewart is our public health nurse, and she organized all of the the nursing staff and uh, was able to get multiple nurses in here to help us out. We've had, um, like I said, we've we've paid some, and we've had some volunteers. We did a large Johnson and Johnson drive-through vaccine where we did 500 people in one day. Uh, in a seven-hour period, it was uh, pouring down rain, and we had. All of the volunteers we needed for that, we had people standing out there the full time directing traffic and completely soaked, um, just doing their part to help the community. And it, it was uh, it was very uh, it, it felt really good to have that many people willing to come out and do that and uh, well vaccinated. So that's good. And that sounds like a major undertaking. It is. It, there's there's a lot of uh, of course pre work that goes into that, and then there's a lot of work that goes into that. And uh, you know, we did do it off site here. We um, actually um, the we had a vacant tire store here um, that had drive through bays, and um, the gentleman that owned the business uh, was kind enough to let us use it at no charge. Um, actually paid the utility bills bill for the day we were there um, and just he was actually from out of town but still wanted to do his part to help this community and so he let us use that it worked really well of course we were able to keep our vaccinators out of the weather that way and um, it just everything about it just went really really well all right 
And we will continue our conversation with Sean Durbin with the Decatur County Health Department right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back to The Daily Pod. I'm Tom Snape, and we are speaking this morning with Sean Durbin with the De- with the uh, Decatur County Health Department. And uh, Sean, uh, you know, of course, uh, county fair time going on. And as far as uh, what uh, your office does, uh, did you have to do anything as far as uh, getting things together and uh, making sure that uh, the uh, fair can be uh, conducted and held in a, uh, a safe and uh, healthy way? Yeah, we took a lot of phone calls on people with specific requests and um, you know wanting to know what they could do to make it safer and healthier. And uh, of course, you know there are no restrictions at this point, so um, anything that people did was completely voluntary. So you're going to see some people wearing masks, some not wearing masks. It is an outdoor event, so we have a little less concern about that. Um, still, do want to encourage unvaccinated people to continue to wear their masks even at the fair. Um, but yeah, we've uh, given a lot of guidance, and um, everybody's been been really great to work with on that as well, including the fair board. They've um, really done a nice job on on making sure that things are safe, and the for uh, yeah the extension office personnel. And then, as far as the uh, say, for example, the um, the uh, the food booths and things of that nature. Uh, I mean, do you have to go in there and maybe do inspections, make sure that they're uh, they're good to go? We do. We um, actually inspect it at, we, we call them temporary events, um, and each person out there, unless they're already a, a vendor in Decatur County, set up as a, a full vendor in Decatur County, they get a temporary permit, and then we inspect each food booth there other than nonprofits. Nonprofits are exempt from um, inspection under Indiana law. Uh, do you, um, of course, obviously, I guess uh, part of part of what uh, the health department does is uh, go and uh, do uh, restaurant inspections as well. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, we do uh, every every food establishment, so not just restaurants, but all your convenience stores and your grocery stores. Everything in the county gets inspected twice a year. And of course, uh, we we've been talking about the pandemic, and then uh, previously, and also the the fair, but. Uh, and uh, food inspections, but uh, what are some of the other things that the uh, Decatur County Health Department does? So we have a lot of uh, tasks that we have to do. Um, we do all of the what we call vital records, and that would be birth and death certificates. So um, we actually have, of course, anybody who is born or dies, uh, we have a record of those that we are able to get for people, whether that is from someone who was born yesterday to someone who was born back in the 1880s. Um, so we have lots of people come in for genealogy in addition to um, those who have newborns who have to find their birth, have to get produce a birth certificate. And then death certificates, of course, the same. Um, those we can do both as um, the, the newer ones and then as a genealogy-type uh, service that we do. Um, we do all of the what we call on-site sewage, which would be um, septic systems. Um, every septic system that is installed has to be approved and inspected 
prior to going in and during the process of putting it in. So there's a lot of steps that go into that, and uh, we that every every single one gets a full inspection before it's ever um, approved. And then uh, we do have our nursing services where we do offer childhood and some adult vaccines to the county residents. And um, we do, she also does TB testing. And of course, uh, then there's the food part of things, the food establishment inspections. And then we also do um, inspections of homes that are considered unfit for human habitation. So if there is a health problem in a home, um, we can give guidance and or um, require that repairs be made to those homes. Not so much a private uh, owner. If, if it's their home, we won't uh, come in and look at it, but renters uh, get some protection that way of unsafe situations in their homes. And then we have uh, disease investigations, which uh, is kind of a precursor to what we ended up doing with COVID. So anytime there are reportable diseases, and it's a very long list, but um, certain communicable diseases or foodborne illnesses or environmental type illnesses, um, we have to do a full um, investigation on all of those and uh, see if we can determine if there is a common source or a reason to be concerned of some kind of an outbreak. I mean, we've all heard of, uh, you know, a Legionnaire's disease that outbreaks that have happened or uh, food poisoning incidents that can be connected to a certain establishment. So we do all those investigations and uh, even if it's just one case, of course, what we're going to look for is multiple cases to see if there's a common source. Those would be the ones that that would be of greatest concern. And there's a lot of other various things, but those kind of hit on the main things. Okay. And then, uh, so uh, a wide array of things, uh, you know, a lot of folks, uh, you know, they forget about vital records. I know I do until uh, you mention it, but the fact that the uh, county health department in uh, Decatur County in particular, you have the uh, vital health records and, uh, you know, of course, the vaccination clinics and so forth. But um, so, uh, you know, it's there's a wide, wide array of uh, services, as they say, uh, you know, as far as what uh, your folks, you folks perform there at the Decatur County Health Department. Yeah, definitely. There's uh, a lot more than I think people think about. Until I worked here, I didn't even know what what all was done. So, <laughs> and uh, and speaking of uh, of of you, your your background, Sean. Uh, um, what uh, what led you uh, to uh, the uh, Decatur County Health Department? What was your uh, background before you joined the health department? <laughs> well, my background has always been in business, and um, kind of always had an interest in health and um, scientific um, was, I was, I was really big in science, but ended up in business, private business, and worked in corporate America until really my, my kids were grown up and gone, and I was able to uh, take a job that gave back to my community a little bit more. So I've, I've lived in Decatur County almost all my life, and so it was nice to be able to get a job that they really gave back to the community. And when did you begin working at the uh, Decatur County Health Department? Let's see. I started in 2013. Okay. So, but uh, and and obviously uh, the uh, when the pandemic uh, came came around, uh, um, 
you know, with without a doubt, all kinds of uh, peculiar challenges and things of that nature that uh, that were on your plate at that time, especially around March and April of last year. Yes, definitely, and and that's in in many ways we were ready for it, and of course, other ways we weren't. We I do also the preparedness. I didn't really talk about that. So preparedness is uh, there's a a wide array of of tasks that go into that, but but obviously just by the name. Uh, what we're looking for is being prepared for any kind of a community-wide health crisis, and we definitely had that. So fortunately, we had done um, lots of training. We've done drills. We've done full-scale exercises. We've done tabletop exercises with various community members. And so I feel like Decatur County was as well-prepared as we could be for a pandemic, obviously, um, you know, this one was larger than anything that we had ever really prepared for. Typically, we are looking at some kind of an outbreak or um, a biological terrorist attack within the community itself. So we've always been tasked with, and we've we've actually done live exercises with timing to make sure we could do it, but we are tasked with getting medicine into every resident in Decatur County uh, within a 48-hour period, depending on the outbreak, 48 to 72 hours, and we have, you know, when we've done our our full-scale exercises, we were actually able to do that. That's typically with um, an antibiotic, a, a pill form antibiotic that, you know, we're, we're set up pretty well for that if we ever needed to. But it was good training uh, for COVID as well. And finally, Sean, uh, anything else on your radar before uh, we cut you loose this morning? I just want to encourage those that uh, haven't gotten their vaccine to get it. We know that some people are not going to, and and I respect their decision. Um, I just ask them to do all their research and and, uh, look at at the safety and efficacy of the vaccine and take that into account. And remember that it's not just you you're protecting. You're protecting your your grandma and your sister and your neighbor and your cousin and everybody else so um you know there are those who are unable to receive the vaccine because of um, conditions and we need to protect those people as well and the best way we can protect them is if we all get vaccinated so just really want to encourage people to get their vaccine and if they have any questions or concerns or want to talk about the safety um, please give us a call at the health department at 812-663-8301 all right, again, that number is 812-663-8301 for the Decatur County Health Department. That's right. All right. Well, Sean Durbin with the Decatur County Health Department, thank you for joining us on the Daily Pod this morning. Thank you, Tom. Have a great day. Up next, our Brent Lee was the Master of Ceremonies at the 2021 Miss Ripley County Pageant last night in Osgood, and he had the opportunity to speak to Miss Ripley County 2021 Shaley Harrington, We'll have that conversation right after this.